Hey, welcome to Youthology Resources and another week of a leadership topic in youth ministry. Yeah, every week we come to you and we choose a topic and we break that down. And this week is no different. In just a moment, I want to talk to you about the new uh, documentary from, uh, from Netflix, The Social Dilemma. That's right. I want to bring to you the highlights and lowlights of those findings and really many other sociological studies and research that have been done around social media. And we'll uh, kind of take that apart for you and, and uh, give you that information. And I'm gonna give you two practical things that we can do as youth leaders working with uh, millennials and Gen Z. So hang on, I'll be right back. Welcome again this week, and thank you for joining us at Youthology Live. This week we're dealing with the social dilemma. All of us know the power of social media. Yeah, it's been around for about a decade now. That, that's right. Not very long, huh? It seems like it's been around forever and in your lifetime. But if you're a teenager today, you grew up uh, as a middle schooler about 10, uh, 2010, 2011, and this was a major part of your life. As a matter of fact, Gen Z you are the first generation to grow up as digital natives from middle school until however old you are right now. First generation. And you know what? We are going to have to do something about this because everyone understands that what was created and the reasons for uh, social media and why we have this these platforms today, it hasn't really turned out to be what we thought. As a matter of fact, if you look at the, the ethicists and you look at all of the uh, technology people, the scientists and even the biologists who've done the research, you'll find that this is out of control from every aspect. Every area of discipline is finding that out from marketing and advertising and biology and science, right? Mathematics. When you look at machines out of control, we are stuck in that age right now. And it's not a sci-fi movie. It's what we're living today. As a matter of fact, we are part of the problem. You know, you know, we are the ones that create the algorithms for the machines. The machines don't do, we do that. Our patterns, our lifestyle, what we, our decisions, what we're doing is creating this problem we have today. So let me bring you some highlights and lowlights of the research that was found, okay? Listen, the models that they were building, they have found that they have begun to predict our lives. I know we spoke into the information and we began to predict the algorithms, right? And all the decisions and when to send ads and, you, you know, we're the ones that predict that. Maybe you've caught yourself saying, man, I wish I had a pair of Adidas, right? And then all of a sudden, you see those Adidas ads up on your feed, right? And those kind of things that, that go on with, um, with, with us training the machines, okay? So we, we know that that's the first part of the research. Secondly, I want to bring to you this idea of uh, what some call Snapchat or social media dysphoria. 
dysphoria. Um, there's another term for it, um, social media dysmorphia, okay? So however you want to look at this, but what we want to understand with this is how important filters have become in our life. So many of us are shaped by filters, right? Kind of going over what looks better, and right? And what happens is we begin to see our lives through filters, right? It's, it's, it's not reality. And so that's the second part of, of what, you, what we found in these studies. And then the other, the other part, the significant part of what the social dilemma has kind of shown us is the surveillance capitalism, okay? Surveillance capitalism. And that is how uh, media has helped economy to capitalize on, um, on our behaviors, on our actions, on, on the kind of things that we say, the things that we do, the places we go, right? All of that comes into that surveillance capitalism. And so when you take those three things, just those simple things, our lifestyle and how it has shaped the algorithms within social media, right? Don't blame, don't blame the man, okay? We blame, we blame our, ourselves for that. Secondly, that dysphoria, the dysmorphia of the filter lifestyle, okay? And then finally, the um, surveillance capitalism and how uh, by, by watching where we go, what we say, what we do, and who we're with uh, has helped economy, right? And, and helped capitalism. So given those three simple things, what do we do, right? I mean, what do we do? Uh, one design ethicist uh, who used to be with uh, the, the Google Corporation now created his own center for uh, humane technology, center for humane technology. His name is Tristan Harris, okay, Tristan Harris. And one of the things that he says is that we must recreate the machines themselves in one sense. We have to retrain them because they're, they're feeding off our actions. They're feeding off our responses. They're feeding off our lifestyle and our behaviors, okay? It's, it's almost, uh, it, it, it's simple, isn't it? Like the number one problem and the number one solution to all of this is me and you. So what do we do? I want to give you two simple uh, practical things that we can do as leaders to help shape better social media use. There are many. We've talked about this topic so many times. If you would just go back in our archives, you, you could search on the website. You could search in our social media by just going to the uh, link tree there. It'll take you to where you can watch or read or listen at, at, at uh, YouTube, on the website with the, man, with the manuscript, or even the iTunes podcast, right? Any one of those formats, you can go back and search some of our social media uh, postings. So, but I want to bring out two simple, practical ways to retrain the algorithms which control, right, all of this media blast that we call. Uh, social media and all these platforms, right? Retraining the man, retraining the system. Really, it's simple. Number one um, of these two, we need a weekly free day. And number two, we need a weekly faith day. 
okay? A weekly free day and a weekly faith day. Here's, how, here's what it looks like, okay? So as a youth leader, I want to create in my students a weekly free day. A day free of social media. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, hold it. Did you, yeah, did you hear it? I, I, I know. It sounds insane today. Listen, it ain't going, it, this is not going away. You understand that? This is not going away. So we can, as the proverbial ant in front of the train, we can hold up our fist and shake it and try to stop this, this, this locomotive that's out of control. Or we can hop on for this ride and we can begin to shape it ourselves and create new algorithms, right? And listen, it's idealist, isn't it? This is a, an idealist plan, but I think it really begins simply with that free day. Just one day free where I set it aside. Listen, on your way to school, leave the phone in the car. You need it for an emergency or you need it to, you know, maybe find out what's going on at the end of the day for work or, or with the family or whatever. But, but learn the importance of a fasting day, like a free day where you are, you do this social media fast. You've heard that term before. Many of us have used that. But what it does is it creates Sabbath. It creates a new rhythm around your life. So moving to one weekly free, free from social media, free from your phone day will help you recreate the algorithms that are really shaping your life and telling you what to do, what to say, what to wear, what to buy, who to hang with, where to go, all of that stuff, right? So you creating a weekly free day, I think will do a tremendous amount of uh, healing, of restoration, of therapy in your life, okay? And then second, uh, real simple to it, is a weekly faith day. So kind of just playing off that, I think it's easy for you to remember, a weekly faith day. And what we mean by that is using your social media for a, with for a purpose, okay? You know, maybe you're promoting your youth ministry. Maybe you're promoting a series that's coming up or something your youth leader said and you post that, right? Maybe it's inspirational quotes that you're posting. Maybe it's uh, a, a whole day where you put up scripture, right? And your friends can see that. What a way to keep you accountable. You know, we just had See You at the Pole. And I saw so many students, you know, filling their stories and filling their time, their time, you know, all of their uh, different posts um, with pictures of them praying at, at their school or at their flagpole, or, right? All of that kind of, uh, those kind of things. So events that could help you create a faith day. Maybe your whole youth ministry uses the same one. Or maybe you choose different days so you cover the whole week, right? Listen, we were really good at that during the quarantine we really were because Monday was meme day, right? And Tuesday, we'd set up the devotional for the week. And Wednesday, right, we had the check-in and uh, all of those different days. And listen, why lose that? Let's not lose that momentum, okay? So I think one of the ways that we can counter all of the uh, things that we have created, okay? Listen, they've been mining us, right? The computers are mining us and they're... They've been mining us 
if you're Gen Z, for the last decade, and now it's time for us to give them the information we want them to have, right? Like where we're going and how we're talking and what we're saying and what we're doing. And so I just want you to think about those uh, two simple things, the, the uh, weekly free day where you are free of social media and the weekly faith day where you are posting purposefully your faith, your youth ministry, right? You know, your story, all those kind of things, okay? Hey, I hope this uh, quick 10 minutes was just a easy way for you to counter this social media wave that has crashed on the shores of America, okay? Because you can do something about this, all right? Hopefully this was a great help. Don't forget, go to the social media. All you gotta do is check out the bio, Look at the link tree in the bio. It'll take you to where you can read or listen or watch at the, at the youthology.com, on the iTunes uh, page, or at our YouTube page also. Okay, thanks for checking in. Thanks for checking in to Youthology Live. Hey, we'll be back next week with another topic. Thank you for joining us.